Welcome to Voices from the Field, a podcast produced by the National Collaborating Center for Aboriginal Health. We feature innovative research and community-based initiatives that promote the health and well-being of Indigenous peoples in Canada. In this episode, a community-based research project that aims to return birthing to the Norway House Cree Nation in northern Manitoba. The project lead is Dr. Jamie Sidro at the University of Winnipeg. Here, she discusses how this research project was developed, what's involved, and its importance to Indigenous peoples' individual and social well-being. The research that we've done is 360-degree community-based perspectives on returning birthing to a remote northern First Nation community. And it's a, a northern Manitoban First Nation community specifically, Norway House Cree Nation. Um, I had been doing some research up there already and, and they had been uh, working towards a maternity care program or developing that or, or returning those types of services to the community. And so the health director at the time asked me to to develop some information that they felt that they required in order to move that piece forward. I think the one thing that has been important for this project is it has been right from the beginning, highly collaborative. We had the First Nations Health and Social Secretariat of Manitoba involved. They were formally out of the Assembly of Manitoba Chiefs. The Midwifery Clinic, the Norway House Health Division, and the University of Manitoba Remote Residency Program. So there are all these kind of partners involved. And one of the things that we really want to focus on was around ownership of data and making sure that because the community had asked for this project, that we want to make sure that they had access in a way that was appropriate for them and appropriate for us. So this kind of negotiation process was something that we wanted to start off. So the project started off in in kind of a good way. Everybody kind of knew what was going to happen to the data and, you know, that the data was there for the community to have access to. So it took quite a bit of time. We have a fairly comprehensive data management agreement we developed it the result of that is we've had a a really highly involved community advisory council to guide the project through all the stages because i knew that women were having to leave the community to birth outside of the community um, i really felt it was was fairly shocking and could potentially you know have lots of negative repercussions for women i'm a mother myself i know when you have a baby it's not just physiological experience you know there's lots of emotional pieces attached to that and and so the idea of having to kind of leave the comfort of my home to to birth in in a place uh, alone was something that you know i thought would be very challenging for people and, and so I was asked to do this and as someone who has given birth myself I really felt an obligation to help provide the information that the community was looking for. The project is actually quite large in scope so we want to look at, at a number of pieces so the first piece and, and actually the piece I would say I was most interested in is the women's experiences. What is it like to leave the community to birth in Winnipeg or Thompson and we know in, a, in the last number of years there have been women who have birthed in the community so there are a number of different kind of birthing situations so we wanted to look at all of those experiences So the emotional experiences is something that we looked at, uh, the financial issues, also a whole kind of range of, of care issues. The other pieces that we looked at were the perspectives of the primary health care providers, issues of risk, issues of, of resources. And, and the third thing we looked at, what the feasibility 
would be of returning birthing to a remote community like Norway House. So this is the piece that is underway right now. We're doing a retrospective chart review to really ascertain the number of, of women who would be characterized as, as low risk. So those are, are, are the kind of three main pieces. In addition to that, we uh, decided to do a, a community-wide survey, so not just looking at perspectives of women, but of both men and women in the community. And, and we had a high participation rate uh, for that as well. So that ended up being a, a fourth piece. We feel like we will have a, a fairly comprehensive view of what people in the community, including the healthcare providers, really think about the possibilities of returning maternity services and, you know, what some of the challenges and opportunities are there. One of the things that happens, I, I think, in, in many communities, there's fairly elaborate services that take place in the community. A lot of effort goes into remembering and acknowledging the life of people who pass on. But at the at the beginning stages, that kind of level of celebration and acknowledgement seems to be missing when women deliver their babies outside of the community. So that kind of connection to home and that kind of identity piece is somewhat disrupted, right? We heard some interesting stories from women who were born in the community and, and who had children who were born in the community and how they connect to the actual kind of land base. So I think there's this kind of level of, of disruption that takes place when women are required to leave the community to birth. For more information on this project or to hear more podcasts in this series, go to the Voices from the Field homepage on the National Collaborating Centre for Aboriginal Health website at nccah.ca. The music that appeared in this podcast comes from Blue Dot Sessions and appears under a Creative Commons license. Learn more at www.sessions.blue.